Welcome to another episode of Frankly Speaking Sports. I'm your host, Larry Frank. Great to have you join us today. At a time in the country and in the entire world where it gets more and more difficult to find different sports topics to talk about, well, believe me, we are not short of it today because there's a lot of things going down especially with a lot of these different organizations like the NBA, NASCAR, uh, Major League Baseball, NHL, NFL, all trying to get started back up and throwing proposals all over the place to try to do it. Now, as you all know, if you listen to our uh episodes previously. NASCAR is starting up this Sunday in Darlington. We had on a couple weeks, about a week ago, Bob Potkris of Fox Sports. He does NASCAR reporting. So everything is a go in NASCAR and NASCAR will be starting up this Sunday. So I'm sure it'll give us a lot to talk about this upcoming Monday. But Baseball still seems to be the number one topic in the sports news right now. And it started off yesterday with the governor of Florida making this comment. All these professional sports um, are going to be welcome in Florida. That may not be the case in every other state in this country, as we've seen. And so what I would tell commissioners of leagues is if you have a team in an area where they just won't let them operate, we'll find a place for you here in the state of Florida uh, because we think it's important and we know that, that it can be done safely. All these professional sports. Well, and that was Ron DeSantis, the governor of the state of Florida. So he's encouraging sports teams in general to come to the state of Florida. And I believe Arizona has done the same thing. He feels that it's safe. Now, you know, a lot of people, there's always going to be people that agree with what an individual says, and there's always going to be those that disagree. And that's the great thing about this show, because you all know we agree to disagree. And basically what from I'm understanding is Ron thinks, or the governor, I should say, thinks it's safe to open up Florida for whatever reason. I don't know who he's talking to, you know, who his experts are, but he strongly believes that that is the case and that Major League Baseball and other sports can go ahead and open up. Now, you know, you hear a lot of different things. The Rays came out yesterday with a comment immediately following that, you know, DeSantis uh, speech or conference or whatever you want to call it. And they thanked him very much for allowing it to open up in the state. But at this time, they're going to follow the lead of, obviously, Major League Baseball. And, you know, there's got to be a point, and we talked about this, you know, many, many times. There's never a right time. There's never a right time. 
Uh, you know, if you look at statistics right now, statistics are saying that the age group of the players, if you just take the players alone, most, let's just put them, most of the players in the major leagues today are between the age of 20 and 40. I think that once in a while you'll get that player um, that exceeds the age of 40 and still plays. And you'll also, you know, Bartolo Colon was one of them. And you'll get that youngster who was under 20. But overall, your age gap is 20 to 40, which is the least likely age from someone to be fatally impacted by the coronavirus. You know, a lot of people are in fear. And I can understand in the state of Florida, especially if, you know, because a lot of people go there to retire and are over the age of 40 years old. But from a baseball perspective, there is no real reason not to go back to playing the games. It's just like the flu. Now, let me explain this. When I say it's just like the flu, for a age group of 20 to 40, less than, okay, 25 to 34, the coronavirus. For people in the age group of 25 to 34, less than 0.8 people have been fatally affected, basically have died. Very few people, okay? Um... From the age 35 to 44, it's even less people have passed away. So there are more people in that age group dying from the flu year to year than they are from coronavirus in that age group. So for anybody, as far as a baseball player, a football player, or these athletes, yes, they can get infected. I'm not saying they can't. I'm just talking about death-related. But if you look at this from a perspective of any common-sense human being, the chances of somebody getting killed in any of these sports because of the coronavirus is basically none. You know, I know I don't want to say none, but very, very small chance. There's always a possibility. There's a possibility you walk down the street today, I don't care how old you are, you collapse and die. When it's your time, it's your time. Nobody can take that away. Only one person knows when your your time span is over. We do not know that. But as far as that goes in relation to sports the chances are very, very unlikely. Now, what do you do if you get the flu in the middle of a season? Do they stop the, do they stop the whole season now because somebody's gotten the flu? No. Well, there's people dying from the flu. What, I think it was 61,000 people last year died from the flu. Okay? Did they say, let's stop baseball? Let's stop football. Let's stop the NBA. Now, I understand at first. I have no disagreement. The NBA did the right thing. 
No to, no question about it. Um, the other sports organizations like the NCAA, baseball, they did the right thing at that time because it was something we were unaccustomed to and we did not have as much knowledge as we have today in regards to this epidemic. But as of today, we have so much more information. No, we don't have a vaccine. That is correct, okay? But if I'm a manager in Major League Baseball or coach in the NFL or the NBA or NHL, etc., shouldn't I be more worried than a player? I'm of that age group. Most of your coaches, and there are some examples, but most of your coaches are over the age of 40. So they are more receptive of possibly catching this COVID-19 or coronavirus. So my question to you, you know, is basically like, there's not a lot of risk for these players. Uh, you know, they're crying for no reason. And we're going to get into this a little bit more in a couple of minutes. I don't want to go ahead and double dip and talk about the same thing twice. But I want to lead you up to where I'm going with this. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit later. Blake Snell made some comments. And I'm going to be very firm on my opinion. And I'm going to talk. We're going to listen in a little bit to Blake Snell's comments, and we're also going to comment on what he said, and if he's right, in my opinion, if he's wrong, in my opinion, and just the whole topic altogether. But before we get into, uh, you know, Blake Snell and the comments that he made, I want to go ahead and start off how this all began. And for those of you that have been listening to our show or watching the news, it started on Monday. This previous Monday, I believe it was May 11th. Don't quote me on the date. The league owners and MLB commissioner Robert Manfred, they approved the plan to start the 2020 season. Once that plan is approved, the next step is to propose it to the Major League Baseball's Players Association which they did the following day on Tuesdays. And since then, you know, the two sides are, have been negotiating. You know, most likely there's going to be several rounds of talks with counter-proposals and counter-offers and so on and so forth. Now, in this proposal, for those of you that have not been following it, Major League's proposal included the early July target, I think July 1st to be exact, for opening day, which, you know, I don't think that would have a problem as passing. They also proposed a universal DH, which, although I do not like the DH, for this year, I completely understand it, and I think that will not have an issue uh you know, being voted on as well. So then they did an expanded postseason field, adding 14 teams in that proposal. 
But the part that is bothering everyone is this revenue sharing plan that would lead to players taking a future pay reduction. And this is definitely going to be the major issue. Uh, You know, the two sides must figure out how to keep players and personnel safe as well, which is the most important part. But as far as, you know, you would assume that if they're going to do all this, put this proposal together, I would like to think that these guys are smart enough to know that these players and personnel better be safe. Otherwise, it don't matter what the heck you propose. But the big major issue is that revenue sharing plan. And it comes back to uh, just a couple weeks ago, Major League Baseball came to the players and say, listen, or to the Players Association, we need you to help us out. We are going to lose money due to the fact that we don't have this many games this year and fans haven't been showing up, obviously, because there's no games. We need the players to be willing to prorate their contracts based on the amount of games we play. In simple terms, if Mookie Betts makes $20 million a year and they're cutting the games to 81 games, which is half a season, then Mookie would only get paid $10 million. Remarkably, the Players Association came back and said that's okay. And everything was hunky-dory. Now you have the owners and the commissioner going after revenue sharing where they're saying, well, now when we start back up, we're not going to have fans. Which is right. And I guess, you know, they will limit fans as the season goes on based on, you know, what the experts say. Um, But they're asking for another reduction of pay. And I think that is wrong. And I think the Players Association has a right to be upset. Um, and, you know, there has been many people coming out. Um, Tony Clark came out, who is the head of the Major League Baseball's Players Association, with some comments. And then Blake Snell of the Tampa Bay Rays did as well. Now, when we come back from break, we're going to go over both of those comments and talk about them in depth. But let's hear from our buddy Dick Vitale first. Patience. Something a lot of us don't have. I know I don't have it at times. you got to have patience if you want to be a success. If you don't have patience, you expect everything to happen overnight, you get frustrated, and frustration leads to failure. So don't let that happen. Be patient. You've got to build on something. It doesn't happen instantly, immediately. You've got to make it happen by having a plan, executing your plan, being efficient, and going out and getting it done. Yes, patience, my friends. Patience. I scream at that to myself all the time, and my wife screams at me all the time, Lorraine. She says, Richie, never think she goes, be Richie, Richie, be patient. Welcome back to Frankly Speaking. That was, as always, the great Dick Vitale with his motivational tip of the day. Want to remind you all, 
that if you have any questions, thoughts, concerns, maybe some comments on an episode we previously done, or maybe even what we've done today, you can go right at the end of this link and leave a voice message. And we'll go ahead and talk about it and play it on the next episode. You can go to also, frankly speaking, 528 at gmail.com. And you also can go to the most recognized upcoming Facebook group page. That's right. It's on Facebook called Frankly Speaking Sports. We update you with the latest news on everything, all the happenings going on in the sports world. And please remember when you type it in, put the word sports at the end, because if you just put Frankly Speaking, you're going to be talking about Frankly Speaking subjects your mom may not want you talking about. Go to Frankly Speaking Sports, and you will get all that information. If you're not a member, go ahead and ask to become a member. I will go ahead and approve you, or one of my assistants will do so. Also, Invite your friends, the more the merrier. Your friends are my friends. Invite them to join the fastest growing group. People like successful things in life. They'll, they'll thank you for it later. Trust me, just a great, great group page. I'm so glad to have you back with us here on Frankly Speaking Sports. Before we left, um, we were talking about the proposal and about Major League Baseball and a lot of stuff behind the scenes happened yesterday and it first started with Tony Clark. Tony, if you didn't know, is the uh, Players Association uh, head, the president of the Players Association. And, um, you know, after these comments, or after these negotiations by the owners and the uh, commissioner, several players spoke out, um, especially Adam Jones. As you all know, Adam Jones has played for the Baltimore Orioles, played for a couple of different teams, but he played 14 seasons in the big leagues and is currently um, playing in Japan. And he's been calling out the players in Major League Baseball to go ahead and basically step up to the plate and speak and speak. And this is a message that Adam Jones went ahead and tweeted yesterday on Twitter. He said, it's time for the big guys in Major League Baseball to speak up. This is your time to speak. Stop holding your tongue. People follow and listen to you. Not going to name names because there's a lot of people. Who cares what you make? You earned it. Who cares about backlash? It's time to speak the F up. I mean, some very, very, very strong comments from uh, Adam Jones. You know, I very, very surprising. Basically, what he's saying is, this is a bunch of BS. You know, and right before we went on break, we talked about you know, you come down with one proposal, then you come back with a counter-proposal because you're losing money. That's exactly what Adam Jones is saying. Um, you know, speak up. We don't deserve to lose money. And if anyone knows anything about baseball, last year alone, 
Major League Baseball made $10.7 billion in revenue. $10.7 billion. They are not hurting for money. The problem with Major League Baseball is they don't put money back into baseball. They're very greedy. They're very selfish. And to make it worse, they probably have the worst commissioner they've ever had in the history of Major League Baseball, at least in my lifetime. They don't have a true leader that can lead right now. And that is a big problem when you're trying to mediate negotiations between both sides. That's number one. What Adam Jones is saying, number two, is that those people that are not happy, which I would assume a lot of your players are not happy, need to speak out. You need to step up. Stop talking behind the owner's back. Stop talking behind the commissioner's back and let it be known how you feel. You know, don't worry about what people say. Don't worry about the backlash you have. You know, I know uh, Trevor Bauer came out real simple yesterday, and Trevor Bauer has been real vocal, you know, this offseason, and he made a comment saying it was laughable. Nothing wrong with that at all. Nothing wrong with that. And I think that's what Tony, I'm um, sorry, not Tony Clark, Adam Jones has been saying about that. And there's no way Tony Clark is going to be able to, you know, to accept this offer. You know, we mentioned it yesterday in one of our interviews um, or the day before. Your first offer is never your best offer. And, you know, we're at a time now where we should be getting back to playing baseball. And the reason we're not playing baseball, they're using the coronavirus as an excuse. Major League Baseball is using the coronavirus as an excuse. All sports right now are using coronavirus as an excuse. And we're going to get into that in a couple minutes. But my point I'm making is this is a negotiation problem, not a let's play baseball. Florida has opened up. You can play there. Arizona has opened up. You can play there. The risk is nothing to your players based on any other illness and the age group they are part of. Then, to hit it all off yesterday, you get probably one of the, I don't know the proper word, but it's an interview with Blake Snell on, I think, Twitch or one of these programs where he just sounds so... So crazy with his comments. You know, before I give you a whole rundown and a synopsis of what he said, why don't we make it a little bit better and let you listen to this interview? No, I'm not splitting no revenue. I want all mine. Bro, y'all gotta understand too, because y'all gonna be like, bro, Blake, play for the love of the game, man. What's wrong with you, bro? Money should not be a thing. Bro, I'm risking my life. What do you mean it should not be a thing? It 100% should be a thing. If I'm gonna play, I should be getting the money I signed to be getting paid. I should not be getting half of what I'm getting paid because the season's cut in half. 
on top of a 33% cut of the half that's already there. So I'm really getting like 25%. On top of that, it's getting taxed. So imagine how much I'm actually making to play. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't making shit. And on top of that, so all that money's gone. And now I play risking my life. And, and if I get the Rona, on top of that, if I get the Rona, guess what happens with that? Oh, yeah, that stay, that's in my body forever. That damage is not going to be, like, the damage that was done to my body, that's going to be there forever. So now I got to play with that on top of that. So y'all got, I mean, y'all got to understand, man, for me to go, for me to take a pay cut is not happening because the risk is through the roof. It's a shorter season, less pay, like, bro, there's, yeah, man, I got to, no, I got to get my money. I'm not playing unless I get mine, okay? And that's just the way it is for me. Like, I'm sorry if you guys think differently, but the risk is way the hell higher and the amount of money I make is way lower. Why would I think about doing that? Like, you know, I'm just, I'm sorry. So in my head, I'm preparing for next season. And I'm preparing, well, I'm actually preparing for right now. But as if I'm preparing for next season. Like, it's it's super weird, man. More Twitch streams for us, that's facts. But, guys, I'm just saying, man, it just doesn't make sense for me to lose all of that money and then go play and then be on lockdown, not around my family, not around the people I love, and get paid way to hell less. And then the risk of injury runs every time I step on the field. So it's, it's just it's not worth it. It's not. I love baseball to death. It's just not worth it. No, 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 no. Blake Snell. Blake Snell. Blake Snell. Don't sit there and tell me you love baseball to death. You're full of crap. You love money more than anything else. Not baseball. Because if you look at the facts and you look at what's going on, in the world today, you would have enough common sense to understand the remarks that you are making. I am risking my life. Bull crap. Your age group is not risking its life. You're making an excuse, and that's the problem. You know, you're a great example of the issue and the problems going on in this country today. Okay, you, it's comments like that that you have no idea about, no research about, that you're naive to, that makes other people think something really bad is going to happen. You got to think about your comments. You know what? Adam Jones is right. You are in the spotlight. You do have a right to speak. But when you speak, you got to make sense. Okay. Right now, the information that you're making sound like is a big issue isn't. It's about money. How many times did you hear in that two-minute segment the guy mentioned money? Here's a guy who's just signed a, an extension. Last year had a base salary of a million dollars. In 2020, he was going to make $7 million base salary. And there's incentives if you win the Cy Young and so on. Here's Blake Snell, 27 years old. I emphasize, 27 years old. He's in that range to most 
unlikely to get infected with COVID-19 age group. Talks about risking his life. You know what? You As a baseball player, and Blake, I don't know what kind of world you're in there or what cloud you're on, but you risk your life every day you're on a baseball field. People that come up to face you risk their life every time they're on a baseball field. How many times have you seen guys get in the head, hit in the head with a line drive back at their head or get hit with a fastball like when uh, Tony Conigliero or Mike Piazza and just to name a few get hit with a fastball? You know, a third base coach is standing in the batter's box. I'm sorry, the batter's box. The coaching box, whether you're on first or third, and a line drive hits him in the head. That's risking your life, baby. Don't tell me that it's you're risking your life. If you look at COVID-19, the least likely age group is under 40 years old. As you get older, maybe the coaches, I'll give you credit there, maybe the coaches are at a risk. Okay, but you are at no risk. The problem with you is you don't want to play baseball. You won the Cy Young Award last year. You weren't having a good year. You got hurt. Most winners, most competitors, most leaders would be dying to get on that field to prove that they still got what it takes to be a Cy Young pitcher. But not Blake Snell. It's about money. And then he uses COVID-19 as an excuse. He's in the age group. We know that is as very little chance to get it. He would rather sit home and win video game championships than get back out on the field. He's already decided. You heard it in his interview. He's thinking next year. He has a loser's attitude. That's what he has. There is no risk for these players to go out and play baseball right now. You know, if people are dying left and right in their age group, there is an issue. But there is always going to be an illness out there. There's always going to be the flu, influenza, pneumonia. There's, I can only name a few. You can't stop the world every time somebody gets sick. It can't be done. You might as just work, shut the world down. If the experts are saying it's okay, you gotta trust the experts. We have nobody else to trust. If you don't want to play the game, Blake Snell, then go away. Let somebody else. I guarantee you this place, Brandon McKay would love to take your spot and probably do a lot better job in that rotation with his attitude compared to your attitude. And I know I'm going off here, but this is a young man who is more interested in money. And don't get me wrong, we all want to get paid. We all want the money we deserve. And for that, I don't blame Blake. If he says, I have a problem with the, you know, the union and the owners and the commissioner going ahead and 
saying we need to take another cut. Speak your mind. I'm okay with that. But do not use an illness that people are dying from that are over the age of 40 as an excuse for your selfishness and lack of respect. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. You know, and we, we, we talk about this, and we've talked about it, however you want to word it. It's never going to be a right time. The reason why we're not back playing games right now is due to one simple word. One four-letter word. And it's probably worse than any other four-letter word when it comes to success in life. And that's called fear. We are afraid as a nation. And we have a right to be in some areas. Especially if you're over the age of 40. But we got to cut the crap out and stop scaring people with this false information and false indication of what might happen. There are a lot of people that look up to these athletes. Stop making excuses. Give us the facts. Uh, Blake Snell should have came out and said, I do not agree with this proposal. Uh, Just like Trevor Bauer did. And say, I refuse to play under these conditions, you know, as a player. And then Tony Clark should take that information from those players and... Go ahead and counter proposal. But to lie, I mean, all you hear in this is it's about him. It's about him. It's about him. It's about him. He was going to make a base salary of $7 million this year if they played the whole season. Now, I agree with him about the extra 33% they want to knock off. They shouldn't do it. So right now, let's say they play a half a season. He is making a base salary of $3.5 million. Oh, Blake, I don't know if somebody told you, but $3.5 million is higher than $1 million you made last year. So you need to figure stuff out. If it's about money, you're winning here. You're making more money than you did last year. It's not about money, okay, if you love the game. Or is it about your stats? Blake Snell might not look as good because there's only half a season and maybe he doesn't get a chance at winning, uh, you know, whatever, 10 games this year. Maybe he only wins six or seven because of a shortened season. Too bad everybody is going to go through that, Blake. And it just... And I know I'm going off here a little bit, but it just pisses me off when an athlete who has the ability to impact people's life in a positive way will do anything for his own selfish gain. This here is not an example of a leader, okay? And that is the problem. He's not speaking up for baseball. He's not speaking up for the other players. He's speaking up for his selfish self. And, you know, they asked um, Kevin Cash, the manager of the Tampa Bay Rays today, you know, um, 
what are your comments on the comments made yesterday by Blake Snell? And, you know, coach, very professional as he always is, says, you know, I really don't want to get into the comments that Blake Snell made yesterday. Well, that tells me as an individual that's been around, that's a great coach, by the way. Uh, that's a great coach. You, even though your play is wrong, you get out of that question by just saying, I don't want to comment right now. Now, if he thought Blake was right, most coaches, whoever your manager is, if you're right, they're probably going to say, you know, hey, you know, those are Blake's feelings. I I agree with Blake. Uh, you know, he made some good points. But for him to say no comment, to me, that's saying that he doesn't necessarily agree with his picture. I could be wrong, but that's the way I am reading that. We'll be back right after this. Well, we'll come back to you, frankly speaking. want to remind you, if you have any questions, thoughts, comments, you would like us to answer or just go over on the next episode, right after this podcast, you can go to the quick message link, leave a message. We'll try to get it on our next episode of Frankly Speaking Sports. You can also go to franklyspeaking528 at gmail.com. As always, that's our email address. And then the fastest upcoming Facebook group page called Frankly Speaking Sports. We try to give you all the latest updated news. And we do put a copy of our podcast on that group page as well. So you have easy access to listen to our podcast. So however you want to listen, please go ahead and listen. Um, you know, I want to make sure everybody understands that the opinions here on Frankly Speaking Sports are not necessarily um, the opinions of everybody else's. You know, I always promised my listeners that you're going to get my honest opinion on everything. And what you just got was my honest opinion. Like I said, we always agree to disagree on this show. If you think differently, just contact me. You know, I love going ahead and debating people and coming up with different opinions and different accounts. People look at things a different way. So, you know, one thing I want to make sure that people, you know, clearly understand is not everybody's automatically thinking what Larry Frank thinks. Not everybody is necessarily thinking what some members of my staff think. Not not everybody's thinking what my listeners might be thinking. That's why this show is great. We want to hear from the fans what your thinking is. Now, this Monday, uh, tomorrow's Friday, uh, right now we currently don't have any guests on the show, but we are trying to book some maybe in the NASCAR area or even Major League Baseball area. We have lots of invites out. We do know that um, we are going to have a special guest this Monday. But we have from WDAE Sports Radio host, Zach Blobner will be joining us. Um, if you're down in the Tampa area, Zach's on uh, usually 6 to 9 in the mornings. Um, and then I know he does something with a radio station over there in Orlando. So Zach Blodner will be with us live um, on this Monday, uh, May 18th. 
So you definitely want to join us then. And then, like I said, tomorrow, we'll see what we can do to get a special guest on. Reminder, a lot going on this weekend. Going to have NASCAR starting back up in Darlington. So a great, great weekend here for sports starting back up. Want to remind you all that we will be back again tomorrow. Same time, same place. Everybody be safe. And we'll see you tomorrow on another episode of Frankly Speaking Sports.